This is Rama for Today. There's nothing stilted. There's nothing formal about it. You simply come to know your father as a little child comes to know his or her father, and you come, praise God, into his presence. You see, he longs, your father longs for your companionship. He longs for your fellowship. He longs to bear your burdens. He longs to carry your burdens. Hallelujah. He longs to carry your load. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But he said, Judge, I'm not asking for justice, because if I get justice, I'm going to wind up in jail. I'm asking for mercy. He said to the judge, said, you don't mind I read a little bit from the New Testament, do you? And he pulled out his, you know, his testament in his pocket. And he said, well, no, go ahead. He was a little bit older, and so he couldn't read that. So he just said, well, I can't read it, and I forgot my glasses. He said, let me just tell you about it. He said there was a woman that was taken in the very act of adultery. And he said they, uh, they brought her to Jesus and said, the law says to stone her, kill her. What do you say about it? said, Jesus said, well, let him without sin cast the first stone. Stooped down and wrote something in the sand. He looked up, everybody's gone but the woman. And he said to her, woman, why art thou an accuser? She said, sir, I have none. He said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. He said, you just let me go. I ain't going to run no more red lights. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and sin no more. Amen. And he said, the judge said, is that in the Bible? <laughs> well, yeah, he said, I, I, I couldn't see, but now here, here, here's a testament. And, and he gave him the chapter and verse, said, just read it. And then the judge looked down and located it. He said, man, he said, uh, you know, said, I'm a Sunday school teacher. Didn't even know that was in there. I'm going to teach that next Sunday morning. said, case dismissed. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, thank God let us come boldly to the throne of grace. I want you to hold that in your mind. We'll come back to it in just a minute. To the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, not justice, mercy. That's what that fellow was asking for. Have you ever had to do that? Too many times. That we may obtain mercy and grace to help. Now, Somebody said, and it's, it is the truth, but it's not all the truth. We need to realize that. That grace is unmerited favor. Well, of course, finding grace to help in the time of need, we didn't merit it. Hallelujah. It is unmerited favor. Right on the other hand, come up boldly to the throne of grace. One other fellow put it this way, and I liked it. He said, the throne of grace, grace here means love gifts. Come boldly to the throne of love gifts. After all, mercy and grace to help is a love gift. It's all love. Amen? Praise God. 
Now, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. You see, because of the finished work of Christ, we have come into the family of God and He, God, has become our Father and we're invited to come to the throne of love gifts. Hallelujah. Another text, you know, here in Hebrews said, let us enter in bold into the very holies of holies. Hallelujah. Through the blood of Jesus. He's our Father. I bow my knees unto the Father. I'm talking about your individual prayer life. Prayer then becomes conversation between the father and his child. There's nothing stilted. There's nothing formal about it. You simply come to know your father as a little child comes to know his or her father and you come, praise God, into his presence. You see, he longs your father longs for your companionship. He longs for your fellowship. He longs to bear your burdens. He longs to carry your burdens. Hallelujah. He longs to carry your load. I know he does. Because the word says so. Philippians 4, 6, you know, King James said, be careful for nothing. That's blind to us. Another translation said, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Hallelujah. So, if God tells us not to fret, not to have anxiety, that means be overly anxious, then that means he doesn't want us to. Well, if he doesn't want us to be fretful and full of anxiety, what does he want us to do? But in everything. How many things? Everything. How many? Everything. Everybody say it again. Everything. Everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Yes, amen. Hallelujah then you can't read that verse of Scripture or quote it without thinking about 1 Peter 5, 7, can you? Casting all your care upon the Lord, for He careth for you. That's King James translation. See, I told you He cared for you. I told you He wanted to bear your load. I told you He wanted to carry your load and bear your burdens. And the Amplified translation is even better than that. Casting the whole, well, that's all of them, isn't it? the whole of your cares, all of your worries, all of your anxieties, all of your concerns, once and for all upon him. Now why? For he careth for you affectionately. That means he has affection for you, he loves you and about you watchfully. Now you see our problem is again that we all know that and quote that and just rattle it off. But not too many are as doers thereof. 
Amen. I said, amen. amen. Ken, you know, when he's about five years old, we was on the field in field ministry. He'd say to me again and again, Dad, what are you going to preach tonight? Well, I don't know, son. I'm still praying about it, you know. But uh, he'd say, preach on, loose him and let him go. I said, well, I've already preached that. Well, he said, preach it again. Oh, I said, I can't hear it. Well, he said, preach the owl sermon then. I had nothing to call the owl. Well, he dubbed it the owl sermon. Read it. And, and I said, uh, well, I don't know. I, I've already, well, sometimes I'd already preached it. And he said, well, preach it again. <laughs> and in that owl sermon, I had this illustration. I, I was preaching that same sermon in, a, in Bottom, Texas, in the full gospel church there. And, and I gave one illustration, but the pastor said, Brother, he said, let me give you another good illustration to go along with that. He said, I was raised up out here in the country, out from there in Fannin County, out from Bonham. Bonham's the county seat of the county. I was raised up out here on the farm, you know. And as a little boy, my daddy found a couple of baby owls in the woods. And so I don't know what had happened to the mother, but they were there left alone. And so he brought those two owls to the barn. And they were just babies, just, just little things. And he said, uh, I fed them every day. And they grew up, when they got grown, one of them stood, I mean, you know, stood 40 inches high. And the other one stood 38 inches high. Quite some owls, weren't they? And he said they'd come up every morning because I fed them just outside the back door, the old farmhouse, you see. Uh, you know, some pan, you know, that, you know, had a hole in it or something, you know. Mom would throw it away so he'd take that pan and, and put a rag in that hole, you know. And then he'd put scraps out there, pour some stuff, whatever, into these pans. Now, one thing about it, he said, they wouldn't eat out of one another's pan. You just put food in one pan, that one eat out of it. They wouldn't eat out of their pan, see. And then he said, they'd come there every morning and I got up. I mean, you know, and they'd done it from time, there's little things. But they'd always be sitting out there waiting. I mean, earliest time I ever got up, they'd always sitting out there waiting. When I'd go out with the food, they'd be sitting there, you know, and I'd pour it into the pans. And all the time, I don't know, he said, but all the time I'm pouring out that food into those pans. They're sitting there shaking their head like that. <laughs> and then he said I'd walk off and I'd look back. You know, as long as they can see me, they wouldn't start eating. They'd just sit there and keep doing like that. So I'd get around the corner of the house and hide or go into the house and peep out the window and then they'd eat. When they got through eating, he said they'd sit there for a little bit and do their heads this way. <laughs> I know I got an illustration. A lot of people come to church, hear your prayer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then they go out and live this way. <laughs> anyway, Hallelujah. I bow my knees unto the Father. 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 Of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he's our Father too. Praise God. We're in the family of God. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father, Jesus said, in my name, he will give it you. I bow my knees unto the Father of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. I'm in the family of God. Hallelujah. 
He is my Father. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. Also in this package is the slimline book from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagan's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Madison, Alabama for a Living Faith Conference. Yes. Uh, March 12th through the 14th at Cornerstone Word of Life Church. Pastors Mark and Rhonda Garver. Yep. And then where are we going from there? We're going over to Ridgely, Tennessee for mm-hmm. our Living Faith Conference. Uh, March the 15th through the 17th. That'll be Wednesday through a, yes. a, a, a Friday. Yes. And then it's at Abundant Life. Fellowship Church, Pastors Dave and Tammy Gray. Mm-hmm. If you want to know anything about where we're going to be with our with our Living Faith conferences, you can go to rhema.org slash LFC and find it there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.